Hi guys, and welcome back to the FKFM podcast. This is episode number three of the education series. And today we're talking about goal setting. So an episode that I wanted to do was actually going to be on what phase should you enter. So whether you should, phase, uh, whether you should enter like a diet phase or a gaining phase, a bulk or a cut, whatever you want to call it. But I thought before that episode, I should really talk about what the specific goals are because your goals are obviously going to be uh, an important factor when it comes to deciding what phase you enter. So that's why we're talking about goal setting today. And then next episode, we will discuss what phase you should enter and whether you should go into a gaining phase, a diet phase, how to perform those, etc. So in regards to goal setting, um, generally everyone will have an initial goal, which is what got you into training in the first place. So for me, that was the fact that I was always really skinny as a, as a kid. Um, I, was, I was literally called skinny. That was my nickname, my nickname by my mates. Um, so that was sort of my motivation and my goal was to put on some size, just to put on some, some muscle and, and get a bit bigger, put on some weight for football as well because I was always told that I needed to be stronger and bigger for football. Um, technically, I was, I was good, but I needed to be, to be more physical. So I just, I just needed to be bigger. I needed more muscle. I needed more weight on my frame. So that was my initial goal. Um, and that goal will always stand you in good stead initially because, it, you know, you'll think, okay, cool, right now I want to do this and this is what I need to do to do that. So I will do the necessary. So I knew that I needed to go to the gym and I needed to eat more. Simple as that. I didn't know anything else. I didn't you know, have any other, other knowledge on, on any of this, um, on any of you know, training, nutrition. I didn't have a lot of knowledge at the time, but I knew that I simply needed to go to the gym and just try and get stronger and put on some weight. Simple as that. And then that like, it stands you in good stead for a few months. Um, obviously, there's always you know other things, other side benefits in terms of looking better. And at that age, you know, often people get into it because they, they think, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get more girls, and then you've got the attraction of that, thinking that you're gonna get more, you know, more attention from girls, whether that um, whether that's the case or not. Um, but it's it's sort of the the main goal that you start out with is, is the goal that will probably help you out for the first however many months but it's probably not going to be your goal forever okay because you're going to generally you're not setting a goal before you step in the gym which is a a scary one because you're often too scared of failure at that point you don't really understand that you know failure is a good thing and that you can learn from it you almost think right i just want to go in and get a bit bigger you know i imagine if that was still my goal now just go in and get a bit bigger like yeah of course i always want to grow but there's a lot more to it and it would be a lot harder to stay motivated and stay on track if my goal was simply i just want to put on a bit of weight you know it's 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 not not really a strong enough goal let's say so that initial goal will help you out initially um but over time those goals will change and they will likely um, increase and get bigger and more more sort of let's say unrealistic and harder to achieve but that's a good thing because with goal setting I think you should always sort of scare yourself with your goals but what I wanted to speak about was the the mini goals that you need to create to go on and and reach those those main goals those larger goals so you've got to think day to day you need to have tasks in place or little little habits in place boxes to tick off if you like that ultimately will help you reach that that end goal or that main goal or work towards that main goal anyway so you can't just wake up one day and go okay right i want to gain uh, 10 pounds of muscle this year it's not that simple you know then you've got to break down okay how are you going to gain that 10 pounds of muscle 
Okay. And then you've got to think, right. So I've got to, to gain that 10 pounds of muscle. I need to be doing this, 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 and this, and this. Okay. So let's say you go, right. Nutrition. I need to be, um, in a, in a caloric surplus. Okay. That in itself is a goal. Perfect. But you can't just say that and then not actually do what is required to be in a surplus. So then you've got to set smaller goals even from there and go, okay, well to be in a caloric surplus, I need to be tracking my body weight every day, tracking my intake every day, tracking my expenditure every day. Okay. So do all of those. Okay. Right now I'm tracking all of that, but I'm not gaining weight. So now I need to eat more food. Then you might get to the point where you're being even more meticulous and tracking your macros. And then you're even more meticulous and tracking your nutrient timing and tracking your food uh, quality. And even down to the point of tracking your fiber content, your micronutrient content, your hydration. There's so many mini goals that can help reach the main goal or help towards the main goal. Um, and this is what is what is important. And this is what is often overlooked is people struggle with motivation because they end up, they end up thinking that their goal is so far away. But realistically, they're not even doing the daily tasks to reach that goal. So it's almost like um, you need to you need to be let's say constantly always moving uh, imagine it like you're in a race um and you're you're you need to always be moving it's almost like the the tortoise and the hare analogy i guess where some people will be 100 miles an hour thinking they're they're on it and doing everything and oh i'm so motivated i get it all the time with people oh mate i'm so motivated i'm so motivated and then they fall off it and then oh two weeks later oh i'm back on it i'm so motivated i'm so motivated then they fall off it and then these are the people who generally struggle to get any results because they have a couple of good weeks then they have a couple of weeks where they don't do anything. And it's like two steps forwards and three steps back. Whereas someone who's like, yeah, I'm just ticking the boxes. I'm doing what is required day to day. I'm making sure that I'm progressing in the gym. I'm, I'm doing the basics here and there. They might have, you know, a day where they have an off plan meal or they do something that's slightly off, off, off plan. They go out and they miss a session, but they won't, make an excuse or go oh, it's okay i'm going to do four sessions next week i'm going to do two uppers and two lowers um because i've got a day where i can't train so i'm rather than my five days but i'm going to do four um and they're not going oh i'm going to have to do this they're not panicking about it they're just moving slow and steady and always progressing and that is what you need to do you need to just tick off the daily goals the day-to-day -day tasks to keep moving forwards gradually because you've got to be patient it's not you know you're not gonna if, you, if you're setting any any goals worth getting it's not going to happen in a week, in two weeks, overnight. You know, it's like all these fad diets that you see, um, you know, 10 day fat loss or even like six week, look at this six week transformation, which is always just bullshit. Um, you know, it's, you need to, especially people who aren't educated or aren't properly into training and aren't, you know, sort of at the point where they could do a six week mini cut and get good results. These are the people who have abused their body for 20, 30 years and expect a six week detox tea to sort them out. You know, you, you need to be changing your whole lifestyle through mini goals and mini targets, mini tasks day to day to move forward. You know, so I've seen numerous things where people will just do like five things that they've got to tick off a day, which might be drink like four liters of water as a minimum, get eight hours of sleep, um, get your training session done if it's if you are training, um, hit your like food targets, and then the the fifth one might be something to do with work or productivity with work, something like that. And obviously, you can make those as hard or as easy as you like. And for some people, you know, they'll need to be 
um, get two sessions done this week because they struggle to even get to the gym. And, and that's fine. You know, there's, there's levels to this, but it's important to have those goals, those mini goals in, in, in mind and, and set out to go on and reach the, the larger goals. I'd argue that they're even more important than, than the main goal in the end. So it's like when I was competing, like two weeks out or three weeks out, whatever it may be, people would always say to me, like, oh, not long now until it's all over. Oh, what, what are you going to do after? It's nearly all done. Like, what do you mean it's nearly all over? It's all done. It's literally a, co- a competition. I'm competing. Nothing changes. The only difference is I'm, I'm not going to train that day or going to, and doing a normal rest day, but I'm going to step on stage and, and compete. And then the day after, things just return to normal anyway, like maybe a bit more food and a bit more social aspect and enjoyment. But it doesn't change the end goal or the overall goal, which is for me just getting better day to day in all aspects. So the the daily goals for me are more important than the main goal, really. And I know that if I weren't to do any of, of the day, what daily goals, it's irrelevant what your main goal is. Your primary goal, your largest goal is completely irrelevant if you can't stick to the day-to-day goals. So they are very, very important. And something that I'd really recommend that people do is setting these daily tasks, whether it be through hiring a coach and having coaching sheets, whether it be through having your own little list of things to take off, whether it be through having a whiteboard in your front room or in your office or in your kitchen or wherever where you've got daily tasks. So I'll have that every single morning. Pretty much the first thing I do is write on my whiteboard the tasks that I've got to get done that day. And then I just run through them every day. Um, and if you know I don't get something done, then it goes to the day after. Uh, but generally, you know, I'll make sure that I get things done and I, I won't make it insanely long the list because otherwise you just keep pushing them on to the days after. But if I weren't to do that, don't get me wrong, I'd still do the, the, the daily things. A lot of the time it's just check-ins um, what day and what session I'm training. It'll often be like um, Instagram post. It'll be um, like today I've got a film session. So I remember to film my training session in the gym um, podcast and I'm doing the podcast now. Like, just to to keep me accountable and to keep me feeling productive productivity is a massive one um you know as soon as you start to feel unproductive and lazy you just start beating yourself up and feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like oh i'm off track now i'm not doing well this and that if you're on it and you're on it let's say with your meal prep you've got everything tracked you've planned all your times ahead you've planned all your training sessions ahead you know you're going to go and get them all done you've got everything done work-wise you're on top of uni work if you're a student let's say you feel so good you feel high on life almost and that's kind of the feeling you need to have all the time to stay productive to stay in a position to go and hunt your goals down so being productive is, is very important as well when it comes to the, the goals setting the goals and hitting the goals um, because you know if you're not productive you're not even going to be setting the goals because you're just being you know lazy and not even pushing yourself to be hitting these goals um then you've got to think about a time frame so you know you may have your main goal of let's say you want to compete in 2022 then you need to think about what you're doing now okay so realistically now you should be in a very productive gaining phase to get your um your food as high as possible upregulate your metabolism as much as possible get your numbers in the gym as high as possible, ensure that all your training is spot on, get into a very good program, very productive program so that you can enter a prep when it comes to the time to, let's say early 2022, where you're on the most food you've ever been on, you're the strongest you've ever been, you're the heaviest you've ever been, but not in a position where you're so heavy and and I've got too much fat added. You may need to look at adding in a mini cut before, you know, then and, and between now and then, which you probably will and probably be a good idea to mini cut between now and then if needed. Um, so you need to be setting those kind of goals. You can't just think, okay, well, I want to compete in 2022 and we'll see what I look like when I get there. 
you want to be competitive, then you need to be thinking about exactly what you're doing now because you should be setting up everything right now for the most productive gaining phase, then go into the most productive prep to then have the most productive sort of show period and com- competition period to then go into the most productive post-show period because you've done so well with all the, the phases prior. So that time frame is important as well. You can't just think, okay, well, I want to compete at this time or I want to do this by this time. I want a photo shoot at this date, but you're not thinking about how far that is. And, you know, time goes fast. It creeps up on you. If you say, oh, I'm going to do a photo shoot in, in January 2021, well, that's four weeks away, three weeks away. Um, you know, it's like, oh, shit, you know, that, that's come around quick. Um, and time does fly. So, you know, setting those, those, those goals, but with actual time frames as well will really help in terms of hitting them and also making sure that you can break them down into smaller goals so it might even be to the point where right i want to be in shape for a photo shoot at this date to be in the shape that i want to be i'd predict that i need to lose between 20 and 30 pounds i've got 15 weeks so i need to be losing between let's say two to three pounds per week um, and then you need to break down how you're going to break that, how you're going to lose that. You may go more aggressive initially, and you may be like, I can aim for more of a, a four to five pound approach for the first two, three weeks, and then it might be close to a two to three. And then towards the end, to reduce the risk of losing more muscle, I'm going to make sure that I'm only losing a maximum of half a pound a week. So you can plan all of that out. And if you're not hitting those targets, then you can manipulate everything in terms of um, food in, expenditure out. Um, and just obviously through your steps, through your cardio, whatever it may be, you can manipulate that so that you are hitting those targets to hit that end goal. Um, and you know, that's something that I'll do with clients all the time. And, and I'll say, right, okay, so I don't like setting specific weight goals, but let's say someone is going to compete in 2022. We'll say, okay, well, if, if the end goal is ultimately to get to finals and potentially even worlds, then we realistically want to be doing a later qualifier so that you're not in stage condition for too long. So then we need to look at, okay, so maybe we're going to be August, September qualifiers. So therefore we'll probably start a prep um, maybe late March, start of April time. So already that's for like 2022. We're thinking about that. We're thinking about how many months of an off season we've got. We're thinking about what goals we can achieve between now and then in that off season and how much we can grow and how strong we can get. And all of that is ultimately to just better themselves day to day, set those bigger goals to stay motivated. But without the day to day tasks, the daily goals, you're never going to reach those, those larger goals. So in terms of training goals, um, I'd recommend that you set targets in terms of lifts. So things that scare you. So you may say, you know, you may set a goal of you want to deadlift 200 kilos for for 10. Um, And you may be at the minute doing 140 for 10. And that might seem insane. Um, Let's say, you know, by the end of the off season, that's what you want to be doing. That might seem scary and it might seem stupid and unrealistic, but you shouldn't be sort of setting any limitations on yourself. There's no reason that you can't, you know, make crazy progress in the gym if you are very meticulous with your training and your recovery. Um, you know, I've set goals. I set goals for myself that I just think that I'm that's stupid. I'm not going to get to that. And it's almost like that that kind of scaring, that kind of feeling where you think, "Fucking hell, like that's scary." I'm probably not actually going to be able to get to that, or I'm going to struggle to get to that, or even trying to imagine it is hard. That's, in my opinion, how you should be setting your training goals because. They should scare you. They should make you think, oh God, you know, I've got a lot of work to do. If you're saying, oh, you know, let's say you're doing 140 deadlift and you've got another six months of an off season and you're saying, oh, I want to do 150 by the end of it. Realistically, you're just going to be sandbagging it and, and half-assing your training to get to that end goal. But because you've said it, you'll be like, oh, cool, I've reached my goal. You need to set them so they're almost unrealistic and, and scare you a little bit. 
with nutrition, I don't think it's really a good idea to set, I want to get onto this amount of calories over time, but you should always have day-to-day targets to hit, which are like those mini goals, those mini day-to-day boxes to tick off. Um, being adherent to your food, to your macro targets, to your nutritional targets, that should be a big goal is staying you know, consistent and adherent to the targets over time, like we spoke about in the last episode. Um, and then you'll also have like expenditure targets as well, which again, won't be specific goals. It won't be like, I want to get up to this amount of steps or anything like that, but it should be day-to-day targets. Same with like sleep, same with hydration, all these little day-to-day targets and and, and goals daily. They're not like goals that you want to progress necessarily over time, but they're goals that you want to hit consistently and adhere to them over time. So that's pretty much it. I'm not going to go into, into much more of that. And it'd be good over time to, to cover sort of getting different guests on and talking about their goals and how they use their goal setting to, to help in terms of motivation and to keep them pushing forwards. But the main sort of take home from this would be make your goals scary. So, you know, it might be just either in the gym, outside the gym with work business as well. I think it's important to set sort of goals, whether it be through income or, you know, with my coach and it might be how many clients I want or how successful I want my clients to be. Um, etc. So make your goals almost scary and, and almost unrealistic and unachievable to really push you forward. Um, I think you should hunt them down then just relentlessly. So even if they do seem realistic, hunt them down, work towards them. And even if you don't hit them, you'll likely be very close, which will still probably exceed what you ever thought you could do. Um, tick off the smaller day-to-day goals. Um, focus on those. They're your main focus. Don't even overthink the main goal. Just focus on the day-to-day tasks and know that if you're doing those, you will be progressing to that that main, that larger, that primary goal over time. But yeah, I'll leave it there, guys. That's episode three on goal setting. So any questions on that, please just ask and stay tuned for next episode, which will be on determining what phase you should enter. Cheers, guys.